0: I have never considered myself much of a philosopher, but I believe that I'm quite self-aware. These days, however, it seems like most things in my mind are more philosophy than anything else. Recently, I've tried to make sense of the numerous intricacies of life, specifically the idea of adulthood. All of this theorizing has brought me to one general conclusion. Adulting sucks. I say this not for the traditional reasons like paying bills, working a job, and OBGYN visits, but because of the constant bargain between dreams and reality, lifelong morals, and real-world situations. After much thought, I've created an analogy that has helped me make sense of this crazy thing called adulthood, and I've called it the glass door idea. Not to be confused with the glass door effect, which says the more things change, the more they say the same, though I believe there is truth to that. In my eyes, adulthood is just like a glass door. For me, I can recall spending many nights seated at the threshold of this door, waiting for my opportunity to cross into new territory. Through this door, we are given an opportunity to behold what the world will require of us while also being held in the safety of whatever establishment we belong to. We have the opportunity to develop these dreams and hopes of what will be on the other side. The reality of The Door, though, is that it withholds the full scope of responsibilities that truly await and leave us for a world of disappointment when we begin to expose ourselves to this landscape. This episode, I will share my own ideas and experiences around this disappointment while also pulling on conversations I've had with others over the course of the past few weeks. I would like to assert that my goal is not to create any definite answers on questions that I will develop over the course of this episode, but to begin a conversation that I believe is quite timely and generationally important. As you may know, your girl is finally on the coveted holiday break from college, and man, I cannot express how truly excited I was to return back home after my first semester of college. I was excited for a few reasons, most notably that I had the opportunity to sleep and relax, an opportunity that is so far and few between while in the throes of school. Additionally, I was excited to receive my final grades at home. I cannot explain why I specifically enjoy receiving my grades more when I'm off campus, but I just do. The last thing I was really looking forward to, but certainly important in its own right, was getting a chance to reunite with friends that I hadn't seen, some since graduation. Most people that I planned on seeing over the break kept in contact with me and vice versa over the course of the semester, so I had a pretty good pulse on how they were doing while in school most except one person. I'll place a disclaimer here and say this person doesn't reach out often for lack of caring or interest and same goes. This person is truly one of the most occupied people I've ever met. We would reach out loosely but I believe that we both understand and respect the journeys that we're on and the time that comes with those respectively. We met up a few days ago, and they expressed to me that they were feeling disappointed in themselves. We pondered and talked about why that could be, and internally, I felt disassociated. I'll admit, it was hard for me to hear their concerns when all I could think was, how in the world are you disappointed with all the work that you have done and that you are doing? We tried to make sense of it, we tried to rationalize it, and in hindsight, I should have done a lot more listening and a lot less talking. That conversation, along with others that echo the same sentiments, led me to the Glassdoor analogy mentioned earlier. This analogy has served as a framework to help me understand why young adults between the ages of 18 to 21 feel so defeated before life has even truly begun. It has allowed me the opportunity to look beyond the effects of social media as a catch-all response to the issues of this generation, which I feel greatly discredits the perseverance of this generation, as well as limits the full range of issues that plague society, specifically those who are 18 to 21. I would like to preface the rest of this episode by saying that my credentials don't go any further than my experiences as an 18-year-old and my one semester of college in where I studied women and gender studies and African American studies. I don't, know, I don't know I don't know how far that really goes, but I'm not a philosophist by trade, though I believe that everyone is a philosophist in their own right, so take my opinions and uh, my findings with a grain of salt. These are just things that I thought up, so take those with a grain of salt. When I was a young girl, I took pride in the fact that I was a dreamer. The ability to dream made me feel unstoppable. Anything that my mind could create was magical, and because of this, so was I. I dreamed beautiful dreams of being a singer or a songwriter, and this dream gave me the tenacity to devote a journal to writing songs while holding on to the hope that one day I would be doing this on the big stage. In the fifth grade, my dream was to be an author, so I began to commit to a chapter a day in hopes that maybe by middle school, my book would be a New York Times bestseller. Naturally, in high school, my dream was to be on the Forbes 30 for 30 list as the youngest black woman to be featured. And so I created a podcast in order to catapult me to a space of influence that could not be denied. And then another. My dreams were my power, so much so that they soon became a part of my identity. As I sit here as a college freshman, going into my second semester, I do not have many dreams more so mundane desires and wants i want to get good grades i desire to be rich i desire and want to be successful simple things you know this transition to mundanity has been a great source of disappointment for me as of late as it relates to the glass door concept if you can imagine i see a young girl sitting at the foot of her door waiting for it to open holding all of her dreams, ideas, and visions on how to change the world closely. She dreamed of a future full of riches and fulfillment, but more than anything, she dreamed of an older version of herself that did not compromise to the challenges of the future. Right now, I feel that I've become that person who is compromising reality because I did not account for all of the scenery that waited on the other side. The glass door gave me the structure and the space to develop dreams, but more than that, it gave me a space to work and practice. I did not know it then, but the time behind that door, it gave me priceless years to just try. I believe the dilemma and fallacy of walking out into the world of adulthood is that you no longer have the space to dream without getting hit with the debris of reality. More than that, as you develop A sense of urgency grows that tells you there is no space for trial and error you have to make it or you're already behind i think this is where a lot of my peers are at right now though their situation may be different i can't tell you how many times i've heard someone my age express their disappointment in themselves i think that it's really sad not only because the majority of people are doing really 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 well for their age but because i see how it strips us of our childlike ability to dream Suddenly, that power, it's gone, and a generation of dreamers is stuck in a world that does not extend past tomorrow to five years from now. If you did not know, that is incredibly dangerous. My primary question now is how we preserve the sanctity of our imaginations and the health of our dreams once we cross that line into a new world of adulthood. How do we juggle the newfound responsibilities while also maintaining that vital sense of youth to our minds? I have a few opinions on this. First and foremost, the older generations need to help, and I cannot stress this enough. I believe that the first step to any progress is education, and I think that it's necessary for people across all generational lines um, to be attentive to the importance of our dreams. Once this education is given, it is the responsibility of the older generation to recognize these dreams and help nurture them in the younger generation. Pay attention to those who are 18 to 21 and give them the space to dream and give them also the parameters to try. I think a major part of this is adopting uplifting language and affirmations as we talk to youth in that age group specifically, and for the love of God, please stop asking us what we want to do when we grow up. Just let us dream and work, and we will see where the journey leads. Please, I beg. Secondly, and lastly, I would actually encourage young people to utilize social media in positive ways that facilitate creativity and self-affirmation. Surely we can recognize and go on and on and on for years all the negative effects of social media. But I would like to argue that any and everything has its negative effects. It all comes down to how you use it. For me, I take pride in the people that I follow because they are some of the most hardworking, inspiring, creative people you will ever know. Just knowing them and having that inspiration has been a game changer for me. I recognize that this is is not and will not be everyone's relationship to social media, and there are a mountain of downfalls, but I will say that if you are equipped to handle it, I think it is an amazing resource. These two solutions are all that I have to offer at this time, but I do look forward to continuing to develop ideas around this concept and those questions. I would like to extend that, I believe this is a crucial conversation, especially as we discuss the future of this generation and its effects on the society at large. The ability to dream and act on those dreams is, in my opinion, one of the most revolutionary acts we can commit for ourselves. And so I would like this conversation to be pushed forward over time by myself and other contributors. I hope that with this discourse, we can eliminate the culture of disappointment that I've noticed in this specific age group of 18 to 21 and help those specific people affirm their dreams and those who dream those dreams. I appreciate you for tuning into this episode and would love to hear your thoughts on this idea that I've shared and any ideas on how to fix this issue. Until next time, this has been Chase Clark and the Renaissance Project. (laughs)